1: Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios. Presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app.
3: The Score! Score! That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked.
2: Steve Rosenbloom. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off <laughs> the floor, and then and I was it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. God, like like shot. Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting
0: Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm gonna dunk his ass.
2: They suck so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show. And I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk.
3: It's Saturday Suckage on The
2: Score. We should be 670 WSUK. Saturday, second. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Let's find out who else is here. Robert. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. And it sucks. More like Don and it free bases. That's good. That's good. We suck already. Jake Arrieta. This sucks. Really, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Albert Almora. Damn,
3: Willie Manley. Do we suck?
2: Yeah, we do. Pat Fitzgerald.
3: Sometimes you gotta embrace the suck.
2: Yeah, we're embracing it. Eloy
3: Jimenez. Hey, you guys not gonna make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when when I got traded the nice next day, oh, welcome to the suck team.
4: Toby, oh my God, this sucks.
2: Random bear we do, we suck! Terry boards. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Liam Hendricks.
3: I wouldn't say seeking perfection, it's just mainly trying not to suck.
2: Julie Swika. Man, that sucked. Wilson Contreras.
3: losing, suck. I'll tell you that, and, and that's all I can say.
2: George Went. We had fun, uh, but there you go, I sucked. Garth Algar. Get it off, man, Get it off! It's sucking my Wilson! To- Steve Dahl. Deal score sucks! Deal score sucks! Sean Sears.
3: Hey, Steve. I uh, started the show by sucking as per usual.
2: Right. You did an excellent job of falling right in, right into the program. Just leaning let's, into it. Let's continue to take roll. Chris Emma. Rosie.
5: The show sucks. <laughs> yeah,
2: there he is. So you know what? <laughs> if only the Soldier Field turf could talk because that looks like it sucks as well. Chris Emma reports on the Bears for the score and we're talking Bears. This is the pregame for the Bears heat Chiefs opener at Soldier, it's not even a field, Soldier Pasture. So what does it look like and who's going to be playing on it today? Which players, Chris?
5: Rosie, I think Elton John last week ran out to the field with like the sharpest spikes, was running hitch routes, go routes, out routes, everything on that <laughs> field because it is torn to shreds. Uh, it looks embarrassing. And, you know, for a uh, a local uh, government that's trying to convince this team to stay put in Chicago, this isn't exactly the optics they wanted to create for this. So, but in all honesty, from a football standpoint, like, I wouldn't want to risk my players on this. That's the way it looks right now. If you're like the Chiefs and you got Patrick Mahomes out there, do you want him out there long on that field, you know, cutting and potentially risking his legs? I don't know, it's bad. It's really bad out there.
2: Well, we're not surprised that it's bad. It's had a long history of being bad. But when you bring that up, the the last Bears coach, who's now on the other sideline today, Matt Nagy, refused to play important players in the preseason. And this coach is not only going to play them, but has ideas about playing them for a greater amount of time than you might expect maybe because there's only three preseason games, but also because his team, his offense looks like crap and you have no idea who's there. Do they have, do they actually list inactives? Do they tell you who's not going to play, who's not in uniform? And, And either way, where does that leave us with who you're looking at, what you're looking at? Justin Fields is number one. What after that?
5: Yeah, I I did confirm through the uh, Bears PR set they're not releasing an inactives list or not playing list. Uh, So we won't know until throughout the game. I would imagine that David Montgomery is probably not going to be playing, given that he was uh, dinged up throughout the course of the week. Matt Matt Eberfuss said it's day-to-day, but I don't think you want to run him out there today. Same with Cole Komet, uh, Byron Pringle, and Nikhil Harry looking at kind of week-to-week injuries. They won't be out there. So Justin Fields kind of has a shorthanded offense to work with now. Uh, I guess it's a good thing in a way. It's a test. It's really going to challenge him to kind of establish chemistry with some of these guys who, you know, probably not going to be his targets throughout the course of the year, but it's going to be something for him to showcase himself. Uh, I look for like a lot of Isaiah Coulter probably alongside obviously Mooney. Uh, Equinemius Sam Brown is somebody he's established that chemistry with as well. So... Uh, I think they're going to err on the side of caution with some of those injured guys. I mean, that list was about 21 players who were injured or not practicing this week. And uh, really not a ton of concern, aside from Harry, for long-term health. But uh, I think you got to be careful and not run them out there today.
2: My guest is Chris Emma. He is reporting from Soldier Field. He reports on the Bears, Bears Chiefs today. Chris joining me on the score hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. So I was, of all the players I wanted to see dress on offense, there is the offensive line, but they're going to, it's going to be a a game of, they're playing whack-a-mole, it seems like. They're going to be moving players around. You're going to see a bunch of heads popping up, but Cole Komet was the guy that I thought had to provide, make a difference, had to be there, had to establish something with Justin Fields, and he's not going to be playing. I don't know what that does for the rest of, I don't know what that does for Justin Fields or the rest of the position, but Justin Fields needs that as much as he needs a running game. Where does the, what's the status of that, Chris?
5: Uh, well, it, it does sound like it's a day-to-day thing with Kement. Matty Berflus hasn't said what it is. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about him missing today, per se, because he's got a strong foundation in place through this offseason working with Justin Fields. He was one of those guys, along with Darnell Moody, who went down to Georgia with Fields and spent a lot of time working on developing that chemistry Look, Rosie, this is one of the reasons why I think Justin Fields can make that jump this season is because a year ago, he was the Bears' backup quarterback. He was working with a reserve offense. He was getting his reps with those guys who were going to be the starters, the Komets and Moonies. he really had to build that chemistry and kind of a fire drill throughout the course of the season. Uh, not only is he entrenched as the starter right now, talking about Fields, but he's been able to get that extra work and develop uh, that rapport. And that's a huge thing for a mobile quarterback where when he's trying to escape the pocket, having a receiver, a tight end in this case, knowing where he needs to go to get open, knowing where Fields is going to look. It's those little details that the Bears and put that on the last regime. Matt Nagy failed Justin Fields in that respect, where he didn't have that true chemistry built with these guys. Uh, this is where Fields can make that jump this season.
2: Chris Emma is my guest. We're talking Bears football. Bears Chiefs kick off the exhibition season today at noon, and we're talking about like who's available or what's available, where who will you be watching on whatever side of the ball on special teams give me give me five three five whatever whatever comes to mind the most important aspects of this game or the most important players you'll be zo- zooming in on.
5: Yeah, Rosie, I did write about that on our 670thescore.com. So if you have time, you by a computer. If you're listening, you can check that one out. Get the kind of the full rundown. But I will give you a couple of those names. And one guy in particular is Tevin Jenkins. He's probably going to be running with that second team today. Uh, they've kind of moved him around a little bit, but they want to see what he can do with live reps. And uh, I think you'll probably see him at right tackle with Borum at left tackle with that second unit. So that's Trevor Simeon at quarterback look they this is a guy who's we know he wants to play physical football he wants to be that tough bruiser and he's not been able to go for you know full go throughout the course of training camp after missing that week and then really you're kind of restricted in physicality in a lot of ways with the way that uh this CBA works uh you can play now in the preseason to the echo of that whistle you know you can play hard uh you can make an impression on this regime and uh, obviously, it's kind of been a precarious place as to whether Tevin Jenkins is going to be on this roster. Go show it, make an impression here, and show that you belong in some role with this team. Uh, so that's one guy I'm certainly looking at. Uh, I'm really curious to see how this young secondary looks, and I don't think Kyler Gordon's going to be out there. We don't know yet, uh, but he has been missing the last week of practice, so they'll probably err on the side of caution there. Uh, but Jaquan Brisker is a guy who has really made a strong impression throughout the course of the preseason. Uh, he's looked from day one like he belongs, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a pick today or is something to make a strong impression because he's proven himself as a playmaker. and uh, I think there's a lot of reasons for excitement with him.
2: Well, that would be that would be something. The defensive line is where it all starts. Everybody else becomes better because of that. So there have to be some guys that you you're looking at the 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 guys in the middle, you're look I, who, Who has a chance to, I mean, anybody who flashes has a chance to make this team. Who do you think is most likely to flash?
5: Justin Jones has really made a strong impression since he got in. And it's tough when you get rid of some mainstays on that defensive front, like the Bears did this offseason. Mack, Goldman, and Hicks, obviously. You're losing a lot of guys who have been a part of this team for a while. But Justin Jones really seems to have a high motor. He really seems to get what he needs to do in this three technique role and, and putting himself out there and being a presence up front and you know he's very open to moving around uh, but he takes a lot of pride in what he does for this defensive front uh so bringing him him along with quitting muhammad who's obviously got that familiarity with the iber defense from indianapolis uh he's another guy like it, it's probably unfair to compare him to mac but like obviously the bears were kind of selling high at the back stages of Mac's career and Mohamed's a guy who's young. I think he's 25 years old. Uh, he's got something to prove, and I wouldn't be surprised if he performs at a very high level this season.
2: So before I let you go, Chris, Chris Emma is my guest, reporting for Soldier Field, and Chris will. If there are is injury news, oh my God! Like yet, like the Jets yesterday, Zach Wilson goes down with an ACL injury. You're going, oh my God! And that's and when we talk about the Soldier Field turf, and you start with your your quarterback playing, and Chris will jump right in if there is that kind of bad news and chris will rejoin us at halftime give us an update on what happened uh bears and chiefs pregame but roquan smith boy is he one crappy teammate i'll say more about that later but the news about roquan smith there was a twist yesterday i don't know what was confirmed if anything So share with the class what happened and what you know, what might be the the latest on that story.
5: Yeah, I, I did see that. Mike Florio of NBC Sports putting it out there that somebody is calling for uh, a trade, calling other teams on behalf of Roquan, so we're, we're apparently representing the Bears, uh, who have not given Roquan Smith permission to seek a trade. This is where working without an agent gets very complicated because then you get other interests uh, involved with Roquan Smith, other people and other parties who claim to be representing him, even though you have to be a licensed NFL agent to operate in such a manner um, it it complicates this thing a great deal not only in the contract negotiation front where clearly there's a disconnect and it's becoming too emotional because the player himself is involved but if they did want to ultimately seek a trade which isn't the route the bears are looking at right now that's something an agent works through back channels not only to find the team that's the fit for a deal but also set up a potential contract extension think about when mac arrived to chicago in 2018 and they had the contract terms already set in place That's what an agent does, and Roquan Smith doesn't have that right now. Uh, It really sounds like this thing is kind of taking an ugly turn, and and the Bears exercised their leverage after Roquan Smith did. They took him off the pup list. They put him out there for potential fines, which we don't know if he's going to be fined yet or not, but uh, the goodwill is gone in these negotiations, and clearly it's becoming more complicated than it needs to be.
2: All right, well, we'll see how it plays out. He'll be there today. He'll be watching just like you, Will, Chris. Um, So we'll see how that plays (laughs) out. So if anything happens, anybody gets hurt, let us know, and we'll talk to you again at halftime. Take care. Thanks, Chris. Chris Emma of The Score from Soldier Field, keeping updated on Bears Chiefs. If you want to be updated, too, there's a new podcast you should know about. Install the Odyssey app and go to the Take the North podcast. That features... Score co host David Haw of Mullion Haw and Tribune reporter Dan Wiederer. David used to work the Bears beat and write columns for the trip. Dan still does. Bears kick off the exhibition season today. Listen up. Take the North podcast. It's what you need to hear. Bears. And you yo, Thank you, Mark Rohde. And what you need to hear next are my thoughts on Roquan Smith and how the rest of the show. Is going to go on Saturday Suckage. I suck so you don't have to. And thank you for listening. Chicago Sports Radio, 670, The Score.
1: It's Saturday Suckage on 670, The Score in Odyssey Station.
3: And you know, it seems like this is a clear violation of your standards. And what you're communicating to us is that you're just going to receive.
1: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 up to 45 off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
2: um i'm not
0: saying that i'm not saying that i'm saying that right now today we're saying that that he didn't practice you're gonna have to ask him why he didn't practice and then we're gonna we're gonna take it day by day that's what we're saying
3: understand kind of the bind we're in when you say we have to ask him these questions, but we can't talk to him until he actually practices.
1: Yeah, I understand. Yep.
2: Everybody looks stupid. That was Matt Eberflus just trying to coach football, but he can't. He's got to deal with a linebacker who's not playing linebacker and a general manager who's just trying to get through it. And... He's got a game today on a crappy field, Matt Eberflus does, and he's going to play Justin Fields and hope that he doesn't turn into Zach Wilson, that ACL injury that the Jets quarterback suffered. Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosenblum on Saturday Suckage. I want to welcome you. Thank you. We started right off with Chris Emma from Soldier Field. Chris will be back a little later. Update us on stuff. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. And I don't know why I say we. It's just me. The Tech Zone, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online, rosenhyundai.com. That number is 312-644-6767. As I went to break, I think Roquan Smith is a lousy teammate, a crappy teammate, got to say it, should say it. He has a contract, he has a contract paying him more than $9 million this season. That's what it calls for. That would be more than he would have collected in salary in any season, the five, the four previous that he's played. This would be his fifth year. His $9 million-plus salary is the third highest on the team. Getting well paid, should be a leader. Now he refuses to live up to his word. He's bailed on his teammates by pulling off a hold-in, and then he couldn't get what he wanted, so he went and whined publicly to a favorable news outlet who would report the whining the way he wanted it to be reported. Smith will be an unrestricted free agent next year, right? Dude, you got a contract this year. Live up to your word. Where's your credibility? Sign the deal of a lifetime when you're done with that. Right now, you're under contract. You gave your word. You signed up to be a Bears player, and your teammates are going, well, where is he? Where is he? And maybe your teammates aren't going, where is he? Maybe they're happy you're trying to get some money. They're a worse team without you, in theory. And you have set a pretty crappy example about somebody whose word can be valued, whose word can be trusted. You know, if you think you're going to be great by your fifth year, then get an option for the fifth year. Don't act like a baby. Act like someone who keeps his word. You know, I keep going back to this. A lot of people do. Was Michael Jordan underpaid for all eight years of his contract? Did he demand a renegotiation? Nope, 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 he didn't. He hit the jackpot when he could. He gave his word. He signed up for what he signed up for. He played it out. And then he set a record for salary. Roquan Smith thinks because he's the next linebacker to get paid, he deserves to get paid better than anybody else. He might not be better than anybody else. It sounds selfish. It sounds It sounds like whining. I mean, and the option is this, because he's demanded a trade. That's it, I'm done. I demand a trade. You must trade. No. You have a contract. Now, the possibility of a trade with the guy who won't play, the guy you can't trust. Ryan Poles look like a dope in free agency. He's, you know, made a bad deal with one guy, wrote an idiot contract. He's brought in guys who get arrested. But the one thing you believe he does well, because we haven't seen him not do it well, is draft. Those two second-round picks, Kyler Gordon gets healthy, Jaquan Brisker plays like the swag that he shows, the talk, the the energy, then those look like really good picks. Bayless Jones gets healthy and doesn't lose any speed, and you go, wow, there's a gimmick, a game-breaker. There's someone to do something big and interesting. So you know what? Bears are going to suck this year. Bears are going to suck next year too. The Bears might as well trade Roquan Smith. He's probably your most most valuable trade piece. Hammer Robert Quinn depending depending who gets a who's the bidding who the bidding war is with and you get a bunch of draft picks. That's the one thing that Ryan Pace, Ryan Poles, I mean, has proven, has not shown that he can screw up. He screwed up everything else. He may have screwed up the coach with that cockamamie high school hits principle thing and all his acronyms, but the one thing that Ryan Poles, that we can't verify that he screwed up is the draft. Now, it may come to that, and then he may be a complete washout, but in free agency and trades and whatever he's done, he can't do any of that right. He hasn't done much right since George picked up his luggage at O'Hare. But trade Roquan Smith for a pass of draft picks. A lot of teams would take him. And I know you're talking about giving up a 25-year-old on the verge of stardom, a, a guy who's got all his decorated and, well, he can't keep his word. He can't trust him to show up. If he signs a deal, what makes you think he's going to live up to it again? And ownership, and and Roquan Smith's trying to drag ownership into this. I don't know if George is smart enough to stay out of it. If he does, great. If he doesn't, if George gets involved in this, then he will have gilded Ryan Poles the way Chairman Reinsdorf gilded Rick Hahn. George would make Roquan essentially like Tony LeBevington, make him a powerful, much more powerful than the GM. George needs to shut up. Needs to stay away. Support your guy by doing nothing to contradict your guy or force him to make any move that he doesn't want to make. Ryan Polis can draft. I'd let him do that. Roquan Smith's story took a different turn yesterday with a reporting of Pro Football Talk that, Someone is calling around on his behalf asking for trades. This is what happens when you're dumb enough to represent yourself. It's the, the paraphrase of the old line that a client who represents himself uh, has an idiot for a lawyer and a client. Something like that, it, it is to the, the point is this. If you are going to be a hold-in, If you're going to be a baby, if you're going to whine, if you're not going to have any, if you're not going to live up to your word, your $9 million word, then an agent could have made calls around or could have gotten approval from the Bears to seek out a trade. That's the way teams do it. Bears reportedly have not given Roquan any, Roquan can't call around to other teams. There are certain issues that PAMP can't tamper, you can't do that, you can't make those calls. So that's a problem when you represent yourself. Roquan doesn't want an agent. Roquan doesn't want to play for the money he's agreed to play for. Roquan doesn't want to be with his teammates. This is a bad thing. This Maybe this is a guy getting encouragement from the NFLPA or some outside source saying, you know what? This is a rookie GM. He's made a lot of mistakes. You can run over him. Okay. Try it. Ryan Poles cannot, should not, give in. If Roquan Smith wants to agree to a deal on the Bears' terms, Roquan Smith doesn't want to agree to a deal on the Bears' terms. Not only did the Bears offer to make him give him a contract that all agreed was a record in some ways, wasn't a record enough for Roquan Smith. So there are degrees of greed, and there are degrees of not living up to your word. There are degrees of, I'm going to be a bad teammate, and you're going to see how bad. Guys in the locker room might see that. Wait, they're they're going to make you, this kind of deal is going to make you this kind of, give you this kind of record? This kind of money and you're still not going to play with us. It's a crappy teammate in my world. So, if you can get draft picks for him, you're going to suck anyways. You might as well and you're going to rebuild whether you want to use the word or not. And you got a coach who seems to be <clears throat> seems to be a guy more a better fit for young players because they're going to buy into all this acronym crap and all this football-y, football-y stuff, and they're not going to roll their eyes so loudly you could hear it the way a veteran would. So Roquan doesn't want to live up to his word. Trade him to Houston. Trade him to Jacksonville. Trade him. Trade him with a team that's going to suck, give you draft picks, give you good draft picks. So while you suck, you're going to get good draft picks too. I just think that he is this is not something that you if you're a rookie GM you need. And if it looks like he's caving by offering to trade him, okay. You end up with you end up with a jackpot of draft picks. Now, if you trade him and you make a he don't get a, anything that looks like enough you don't have to win the trade. You just have to tie. But if you're not getting first-rounders for this guy, then you're not winning. You need first-rounders, and you need to trade him to a crappy team, put him in a crappy situation. Trade him to some place that... Look, it's all punitive. I've seen this. I know guys get traded to crappy teams or crappy cities. That is the... Here, how do you like us now? Good. Fine. You, Roquan... Roquan Smith has $9 million in salary due him this year. He has a contract. He agreed to it. He won't show up. He's not showing up to practice. The Bears made the next move, take him off the pup list. Now what do you got for me? Then they'll decide to find him, and it could be ugly. This is where the GM shows that he's a GM. The coach can only coach the guys who are there. GM should be out front saying... He's going to play for us, or he's going to be fined, and we can't have him around here. We're trying to build a football team. We're not going to do it with a bunch of crappy teammates. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Saturday Suckage, 312-644-6767. We got a call? Sean, we got somebody? You got a, We have a breaking phone call? We do, do have
3: a phone call. I didn't play All the right. breaking sounder. I apologize. But we've got Daniel in Highland Park for you.
2: Daniel, welcome to the score. How are you? Uh,
4: well, I was better calling in than I am now after listening to you. Why uh,
5: you've is that, kind of Daniel? Taken
4: a- you've taken away some of my thoughts now, and I'm I'm on, on quicksand. I was calling in because I think in that I don't know how polls is and how the bears are, what they're thinking, but I called in to say I think we need uh, – uh, Rokom Smith, to help fields in two ways. One, on the defense and keeping uh, keeping it closer, these games, so there's not a, as much pressure on fields, and they can bring him along at the pace they need to bring him in. And secondly, as a veteran, my God, a third year is he uh, uh, being Fourth. a veteran, but that's maybe the thing. and we And they need leadership and veterans that – even fields can look up to so now after i've heard your spiel <laughs> i'm not so sure he can be that veteran on the field for his other uh, other teammates i mean, i'd love to hear what you have to say about about the how he could still help fields development
2: well i you, I, I have to see how it plays out with the the with the general manager and the team and the contract and what he decides to do, whether they find him or not, there are various moves that could be made. Daniel, there's no question the Bears' defense, if it's better, will help Justin Fields, presuming he doesn't get injured on that crappy Soldier Field turf. They, there's no question this defense, if it gets turnovers, if it gets three and outs, they'll they'll get. He'll give him the ball. He'll give him more opportunities. A defense and a running game are a young quarterback's best friends. Always has been the case. Acutely the case now. That's what helps Justin Fields. Whatever else Luke Getzey is going to do, the idea that he's going to make sure the ball gets handed off, that they run the ball, that they're not reliant on every like the naggy offense, the naggy scheme was, the, the precious, glorious scheme where pretty shiny things and pass plays were better than having a plan. That the running game that Luke Getze plans is going to help Justin Fields with more makeable third downs in theory. But just so he doesn't have to go through what he went through in Cleveland when Matt Nagy should have been fired about two series in. There are other times Matt Nagy should have been fired, but these are the Bears. These are the Bears who believe in collaboration. This this offensive approach makes sense. This defensive approach makes sense. We've seen this defense work. Lovey Smith's idea, the Tampa 2, it's based on takeaways and speed and and hitting and all of that, but the takeaways especially get the ball back to the offense. And if the offense can run the ball, it makes the defense better by giving the defense a longer rest. It's no surprise that as great as the 85 Bears defense was, for those five years, whatever they did, however much they terrified quarterbacks and opposing teams and destroyed them, the Bears for five years led the league in time of possession. That helps your defense. That helps them rest. That gives them a chance to go out and start ripping guys' heads off. That's the approach. Get the ball back. Give it to the offense. The offense can run the ball, mix in passes. The The offense can run unpredictably, not as a bunch of gimmicks. That's how you get better. That's the foundation you build. So Roquan Smith could help that if he weren't such a crappy teammate. 312-644-6767. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Saturday Suckage. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The
0: Score in Odyssey Station. When he said you have to ask Roquan, we
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter Medella is your reward Medella, the mark of a fighter Drink responsibly beer imported by Crownland port chicago illinois listen to
3: every mlb game live and
2: the deep left side of field it is high it is far it is god
3: stream minor league affiliates
2: the midwest league home run leader
3: and Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep
1: left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
3: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB
0: app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Both looked at each other like our heads turned quickly. Okay, yeah, because it was a trigger, clearly. Uh, you know, he made an appearance, but again, no practice, so it's a... It's, uh, it's now becoming a, uh, a real situation here.
2: That's Jeff Joniak, voice of the Bears. Ian Tom Thayer will be on the call, along with Mark Grody, a man of many radio stations. Mark Grody will be on the sideline today. Bears, Chiefs, pregame kickoff, the exhibition opener at noon. And Jeff was talking about Matt Eberflus's response <clears throat> About Roquan Smith. Can he play? Is he healthy enough to play? You took him off the puppet Well, ask the player. Why didn't he practice? Ask the player. So that's how you know a coach is sick of this crap. And that's how you know the coach might be sick of the... You suspect the coach might be sick of the player. And maybe he resents the player being a crappy teammate and not somebody he can trust. And I know that there are players on the Bears team who say, Go, go, go ahead, get all the money you can. And I agree with that. When you're a football player, get all the money you can but you agree to something, live up to your word. You the ability to just sort of hold out, pull up. I'm not showing up. I'm gonna hold my breath until I turn blue. You either have to trade me or pay me, even though I have this contract worth nine million dollars plus. It's it is not somebody he's not somebody you can trust right now. How was that, Sean? That was, I thought, the
3: new caller sounder.
2: Oh. Okay. Well, it's news to me, so I guess it is new. I just thought that was an (laughs) update. That's what I was just told. Chris Emma already had an injury from that pockmarked Soldier Field. That looks like a teenager's face out there. Have you seen pictures of Soldier Field today? It looks After the Elton John concert? I know. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot, she's doing a bang-up job of keeping the bears here. (laughs) Yeah. Here. Go play on a teenager's face. Go and play on the zit-filled grass area. So what were you doing to me now, Sean?
3: I was letting you know I've got a caller here, Eric and DeKalb, who uh, agrees with your Roquan take.
2: Well, I think everybody agrees with that, but let him come on and give me the adulation and idolatry I so richly deserve.
3: Sure. Eric, go right ahead. Hi, Eric.
4: Welcome
2: to the show. Hey, guys.
3: Thanks for having me on. appreciate
2: it.
4: Love your show. I agree with you 100%, Steve. I, uh, I just wanted to add
5: a little something to it that, you know, when you look at Rokron, he already signed the contract, like you said. If you wanted more money, you should have got it then. Number two, he's starting to turn out like an Albert Hainsworth, where he wants more, he wants more, they finally get rid of him. Look at all the teams that he destroyed. He's going to be a good player no matter what he does, but he's not putting the work ethic in. He's not
4: going to practices. Look at Tom Brady. Took a pay cut, and he showed up to work. That's the guy they need to be looking for. Not some guy who just wants to get paid, period.
2: I appreciate the call. I appreciate the thoughts. Thanks. Appreciate the passion. I, I don't – again, you, can, you You need to so – here here's what every player will tell you, whether they're mouthing a cliche or not. Trust the guy next to you. Trust your teammates. I got to do my job trusting that my guy next to me or behind me is going to do his job. Ryan Poles – say that Matt Eberflus certainly would say that. That's as football the football coach as it gets. And Roquan Smith isn't doing that. You can't trust him. He's not there. An update today on Ryan Poles speaking to the Bears' flagship station, our brother station WBBM. Pre-game show, uh, no real update on that front. Said Ryan Poles, "I love the player and what he does on the field." Poles is reiterating that they would like Roquan Smith to be in Chicago and that this is a unique situation. Well, it's unique in that the player is representing himself and making it even more difficult, and he's holding his breath until he turns blue and he's acting like a baby and he thinks that he gets to demand anything he wants. And you can demand that, but you have a $9 million contract, third highest on the Bears this year, third highest on a Bears team that's going to suck. Third highest on a Bears team that you haven't led to a winning record in three years. How good are you, really? My individual accolades are great. Your team hasn't had a winning season in three seasons. So I guess it's everybody else's fault. That's why you need to be paid more. He's worth more gone and getting a passel of draft picks than he is playing on a team that's going to be crappy this year and crappy next year. And he's not the most important player on that defense. Look at all the other defenses you've seen like this. That defensive tackle, that guy in the middle, that guy is the most important player on this defense, and that's not Roquan Smith. I just hate that. I hate, <clears throat> you agreed to it, sign up. You show up for what you signed up for. And then the idea now that somebody's calling around on his behalf, NFL teams trying to gauge trades, well, you can't do that. If you're representing yourself, then you don't have an agent. Only agents registered with the NFLPA are allowed to do that, the NFL and the NFLPA. And Roquan Smith doesn't have that. And this is another part of the story. And again, we haven't heard from Roquan Smith. He found a, he found a way to get it out through a friendly reporter. He refuses to take questions because if he has to start answering questions, he's going to come off looking even dumber. And this is just going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bad situation. There'll be some subtext of truths being told. And Ryan Pace is, okay, well, we removed him from the pup list And Iberflus doesn't want to admit to it. Or doesn't want to talk about it. Go ask the player. Are you healthy enough to play? And now it's up to the Bears to start finding him. How bad do the Bears want it to get, and who in this, I don't know, is it a standoff, both both sides holding their breath until they turn blue, demanding Roquan Smith show up? Actually, you don't want Roquan Smith to show up. This team's going to suck. If Roquan, If Roquan wants to play and does play and plays up to the level that he thinks he should get paid, He's going to help the Bears do a better record than you want the Bears to have. You don't want it to be good. You want to find out about Justin Fields. If next year's a good year for quarterbacks, you want to know whether you should draft one or not. You want the highest possible draft pick, or draft picks if you trade Roquan Smith. You don't want him screwing up your draft situation by playing well and maybe changing a game. Probably only be one game, but a game. 815 texture our text line, 312-644-6767. Steve, can you stop acting like this is abnormal, please? doesn't matter whether it's normal or abnormal. It's not right. If you think you're going to be a star, you negotiate that into the contract. You negotiated $9.7 million, whatever it is, third highest on the team. Okay, show up, play for it. If you're a star you'll get a lot more in unrestricted free agency next year. But you agreed to this. Just because it happens a lot doesn't make it right. Some teams cave, some teams don't. Some teams cave and basically tell other players who try to do the same thing, sorry, you're not as good as him. We're not going to do that for you. But we will cave for this player. And if you were to give him the money... And then suddenly there are two other linebackers who shoot past him. What makes you think he's going to show up in two years?
3: I think that's the right there is the crux of it there. I think Poles is afraid to set that precedent for his team. If This is how star players are going to act out. I mean, if if Justin Fields, it becomes the guy they're hoping he can be, he's going to need to be paid in a couple of years. You got a running back that needs to get paid that you like a lot. Darnell Mooney is a guy that's going to need to be paid in a couple of years. Like you've got players you're going to have to, if you want to keep, pay, but this group didn't draft him. They're still trying to figure out how he even fits and he hasn't even stepped a foot on the field and played, really.
2: With this coach, who I've said before is more high schoolish or mid American conference, more small town ish with all of the acronyms and all of that, then you would you would want to get rid of veterans. You'd want to get rid of people. You'd want to be able to take if you're Ryan Poles, just take a stand. We're not we signed that This guy's got a contract. He's not showing up. We're not, we're not, we're going to find him. And that's all there is to it. We want guys who want to be here. He wants to be here for what he agreed to be here with. We have a uniform for him. If not, you're not welcome. And if Ryan Poles can trade him, now that might be what Roquan Smith wants. If Ryan Poles can trade him for a deal that benefits the Bears and gets younger players in here, guys who are too scared not to roll their eyes at, met Eberflus's cockamamie stuff, cockamamie acronyms. But the thing that Eberflus does right is he demands, you run, hey, run. We're going to be faster and we're going to keep going and it's all about getting the ball back and I, I love all that stuff. I love that. The acronyms I hate. My eyes roll at that. You can hear them roll. I'm just, I'm just saying that that would be a really good option and I could see from the Bears' point of view that the, the GM has to show him he can't get stepped on and the coach appeals more to guys who are younger who then might grow up in this this idea of whatever the acronyms are but get get used to what the coach is expecting. And I already heard players talk about what a what a difficult training camp it's been, what a demanding training camp it's been. and that's good. I'm all in favor of that. Maybe that leads to too many injuries, but again, the Bears are going to suck this year. They can suck with or without Roquan Smith. They can suck more without him. It would help their draft status. I'm Steve Rosenblum. We're going to take a break. When we come back, next hour we'll talk White Sox, and we'll talk with Mark Gonzalez. Mark Gonzalez has a bone to. De- Mark Gonzalez has what we believe he and I, and that's all that matters, is the greatest walk-up music and he has a bone to pick with people who are claiming that Edwin Diaz of the Mets has the greatest walk-up music. It's a really good song. And like the Fratellis, Chelsea Dagger, the group that put together the group who made the music that Edwin Diaz walks out to has really no idea what baseball is. (laughs) I'm Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score.